Welcome into Fitness Fanatics on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Now here are your hosts, Jeff and Nicole Essig. All righty, welcome back into the Fitness Fanatics. We're joined in studio by Maggie Thorne. We're going to talk a little bit, a um, little bit more American Ninja Warrior stuff. So, well, first let's let's start. We you're you kind of telling us in the story off air, um, so about working at Nebraska and mm-hmm. something that you saw that was very impactful that really helped kind of change your life a little bit. So, share with our our audience what you had shared with us. Well, most people don't realize I worked for the Nebraska Athletic Department for 10 years as Associate Director of Capital Planning and Construction, which meant I got to work with Tom Osborne and building buildings and for him being Athletic Director, that's long days. So there were many times where we'd walk into the building around the same time, seven in the morning, and we're walking out at the same time, seven, seven thirty at night. And I'm waiting on the fourth floor of Memorial Stadium, North Stadium, waiting for my elevator and I see Tom walk out. And I see this car approaching. And so I let the elevator go because I'm thinking, oh, I think I know what's going to happen. And I want to watch this. You know, it doesn't sound creepy at all. <laughs> and uh, I know Tom has had a long day. I've been in some of the meetings with him. He, I can only imagine how exhausted he is. I know how exhausted I am. Yeah. And uh, this car approaches. I watch him lean over, speak to the gentleman in the car. And they're talking for like 10 minutes. And I'm like, wow okay and then the guy gets out he's taking photos tom shakes his hand thanks him and i thought no matter how tired he was he still was so giving of his time and how meaningful that probably meant to that gentleman who i mean i'm sure oh my gosh there's tom osborne i'm gonna park my car and try to talk it might have been jeff we don't know (laughs) (laughs) easily i've only met tom osborne one time You would have told that story a thousand <laughs> times since then if that was the case. But. <laughs> and it, it was just so meaningful because I thought, you know what? I want to make a commitment that no matter how tired I am, I always want to be giving my time to the very last person. If they say, hey, you know, can we do this or can I talk to you? Like what a gift that someone wants to share their time with you that maybe, you know, even they see you as someone who's meaningful or could give advice. And it's just I never want to take that for granted. And that was really shaped by Tom. That's well, awesome. and that's, we were at the, the five, the Husker road race just last weekend and, mm-hmm. and coach Frost was speaking at the very beginning. And as you were telling that story, I was like, where did I hear this at? <laughs> but he was talking about being a leader, mm-hmm. you know, and even if you're not a leader of a huge group, you know, just being the leader and, and taking like what coach Osborne did, taking a few minutes to talk to somebody Mm -hmm. like, so being a leader doesn't mean you're, you're leading this huge organization or company, but being a leader could be just helping one person help changing one person's life by doing one simple gesture. And Tom probably doesn't remember that day, but that gentleman does, which is really cool. Yeah. And he remembers that. And I'll tell you this. I used to have access to the national championship trophies. I was in charge of all the displays. And one day there was a bunch of kids in the lobby And I freaked everybody out. I opened the case and I handed the kid the crystal ball and I put my hands underneath it. And I mean, I actually did get in trouble for it. And I was like, (laughs) they're like, that's a $14,000 crystal ball. And I'm like, but you have a Husker fan for life. Yeah. 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 And that's meaningful. And then they're like, don't do it again. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Change those kids' lives to have that opportunity to do that. So so with that, the the Husker thing, I, I always thought, we took our son down there who was 15 and, mm-hmm. you know, seeing all the players and like, oh, dad, there's O'Shawn Mathis, there's Trey Palmer, <laughs> there's, mm-hmm. you know, and 
I was like, if I was 15 and I was at one of these things, it'd be the, I would never forget that, Mm -hmm. you know, meeting the players and and getting my picture taken with them and stuff. And so that's, that's really, really cool. Um, Okay. Let's get back to the Ninja Warrior. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. what is like your training schedule like for, for doing something like this? Like how many hours? What, what, I mean, what does that look like? A day in the life of Maggie Thorne training Mm -hmm. for a semifinal competition in Los Angeles. First of all, what I tell everybody, any athlete, if you are a high level athlete, your training is 24 hours a day, seven days a week, because everything you do matters. Everything adds up, every rest that you take, everything you eat. I mean, the shoes I wear, you know, I have to be so conscious because you really have to be tuned in. And this started for me as an athlete at Nebraska Athletics, where I called them my little pennies. They may seem like little value at the beginning, but pennies eventually add up to big value. And I've seen it. I've seen it add up in the course. I'm very disciplined, structured routine. This is how I coach my daughter too. And I'm like, don't be lazy in your warmups. And she's like, okay, mom, you know? (laughs) And so that's what it is for me. Um, A lot of what I have to do, as I mentioned, I was a track runner. I didn't have an upper body background. And so I really have to build the structure Mm -hmm. of my shoulders. I'm one of the taller and heavier. Like I'm not afraid to be like, yep, I'm 5'7", 150 pounds, even though NBC Mm -hmm. still says 5'7", 140. I'm like, yeah, let's keep it like that for TV. (laughs) Yeah. You know, but... Uh, so it's a lot. You're when I first started the laches, which is where like you swing and catch mm-hmm. yourself on under the bar. They were like six feet, and now they're like ten feet. Yeah, it it's seems very it unfair for women. I know I say that every time, but, it, but, but they still do great. You guys still do awesome. And it, yeah, they're they are they're intense, but yeah. and it's different when you're up there. There there are times when I'm still up there and I'm like, oh, this is scary. Why why am I still here? And then I get down. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to do it again. You know? Yeah. And so in terms of my training, like I I have to think about that. I have to think about my mobility. I'm stretching. I can't can't spend too much time driving like that's just a body killer for mm-hmm. you to have a lot of time in the car and so recently I moved to Omaha because there's a ninja gym there I'm only 10 minutes from it now yeah that's been a huge difference for me um if anybody knows my background I had a head injury on the show I actually mm-hmm. retired and then we God talked was, about that a little bit <laughs> yes we did earlier yeah. and yeah. then God was like nope you're not done mm-hmm. come back and so when I, after I retired I was like I don't have to be on brand anymore bleach mm-hmm. my hair mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and when I went to go back and I was like all right guys you know to my kids yeah. mm-hmm. it's time for mom to be brunette again they're like no don't yeah we don't like you brunette and I'm like I've been brunette your whole lives and they go exactly it's terrible yeah. I'm like I guess I'm staying blonde yeah. so that's actually why I've stayed blonde so I mm-hmm. so I went back as you know a blonde now and mm-hmm. Um, but what helped is my body has developed a new baseline. I was unhealthy growing up. Most of my family is unathletic, overweight, has some type of disease based on their diet. And I'm a black sheep in a different way where that's just not the life that I wanted. I had to make a conscious decision to walk away from that. I don't eat fast food, don't drink soda. And even my taste palate has changed. And so when we're talking about training, this is part of my training. Like my diet is boring. And people Mm -hmm. say, how do you do it? And I'm like, well, I hate kale, Mm -hmm. but I love results. So therefore, I love kale. Yeah. (laughs) And so I talk about my kale principles. What are the things that you hate, but they the outcome is something that you love. And so can you be committed to that? Mm-hmm. And my training is that. So if I'm sitting down and watching TV and I'm doing my arms and I'm building mm-hmm. my structure yeah. as a single parent, I have to like, it's spread out. I don't have a big chunk of time because I'm a room mom. I'm a full-time mom. I'm picking them up from school, dropping them off, 
my youngest and I do avocado toast every Wednesday morning. And mm. so it's it looks different for me compared to other athletes. And now there's also 15-year-olds on the shows, if it yes. wasn't hard enough, yeah. yes. who are oh my phenomenal. Gosh. Oh, yeah. I've tried to train with some of them, and they can last like hours past me. I'm like, no, I'm good. I want my arms to still be able to wash my hair. You know? Yeah, yeah. And so it's just, it's really something I have to be committed to and cautious, but smart and making sure I have the right equipment, which is why Omaha was such a big deal. Well, and we don't talk about that enough. Like athletes don't talk about that enough. Like what we see is sensational and spectacular, but like what you do is boring. Like you said, you know what I mean? (laughs) And nobody thinks that that's, what's the problem with like what we do, you know, cause we are you know, we do fitness kickboxing. We do, I would never get in a ring with a person. <laughs> and have I don't want to get hit. I do by not want to get hit. Yeah. So I'm, that is not me, but it's so difficult because you see that like sensational results and people think that, that it's easy and that, you know, all you have to do is these, you know, simple little things, but really it's boring and it's just doing the same thing, being consistent and doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over again until you get even, that result. Even if it's less, there's days where I'm like, you know what, I'm not going to reach the training I wanted today. Like maybe my kids need something and mm-hmm. it's just not working out, you know? And so I'm like, well, a little something is better than nothing just to maintain habit and the misnomer people have about me is they're like well it's easy you love it i'm like oh i hate it some days like (laughs) i'm literally laying on the stairs by my door being like having this conversation with myself Mm of no don't go stay home and watch netflix (laughs) right the other side of me is like yes you want this this is your dream and i'm like what's wrong with me you know but i've just been an athlete for so long and then I really have to think about the bigger vision which is I want to have impact on this world I want to change the world and I want to inspire people which requires sacrifice and discipline and less Netflix right yeah (laughs) that's how it is for like so in our gym we do 10-week challenges Mark did his 10-week challenge he started in oh when was it now April and he's down almost 50 pounds nice he started that's great (laughs) making sacrifices And, and we tell our members like we struggle with food choices, yeah. not just on a daily basis, like on an hourly basis. Sometimes, like, yeah. oh, should I go to Freddy's? <laughs> should I go home and, and have my chicken sandwich and, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. So it's it's always a constant yeah. battle. Like mm-hmm. what you were saying, somebody's on this shoulder, <laughs> stay home, watch Netflix. Somebody's on this shoulder. Yeah. No, you can't. You can't. And yeah. we all have those struggles. Yeah. Your stakes are higher, though. Your your stakes are higher. <laughs> and the stakes that I eat. Yeah, right. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. we, you know, you go to Freddy's and it's not going to show up on national television. That right. <laughs> right. Fail something because your nutrition wasn't on point. So I, I, think that's, I will yeah. say I do love my nutrition. Like, yeah. I, I want to love and have a good relationship with food. Mm-hmm. I don't use the word cheat days and I'm just very kind to myself yeah. about well, that. Well, and I think when you do it for long enough, you do it for so long, you you just realize that you you find what feels good for you. And so that's like you said, it's the result you're thinking about the result the whole time and that feels good. And so why would you do anything different when you know you can feel your best and have kale? So I'm going to tell you one of it. my secrets. Yeah. Are you ready for it? Mhm. Before I compete, I have a handful of gummy bears. Nice. Yeah. 
That's, but they that's, give me yeah. sugar, carbohydrates, and they make me so happy. Yes. <laughs> you look forward to it. It's a little, you know, little, not reward, but, you know, it's that little carrot. Like I just look yeah. at it. I'm like, I'm so happy. I'm about to have this before mm-hmm. I go on American Ninja Warrior. Yeah. <laughs> yep. No, they don't. That's I, great. I've never seen them do a little special on that. You know, like everybody bears. has their little, like, no. this is the nurse ninja. This is yeah. the... You're not. The, she's not the, gummy bear. not the never, gummy bear ninja. Yeah. I've never wanted to have a ninja warrior name because it's not everything that I am. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. I didn't want to tie myself to one thing. And as you know, like I did the world's toughest mutter. I was Mrs. International. Now I've done Ninja Warrior. I just wanted to be Maggie. And I didn't mm-hmm. want to be tied to, well, I'm going to be the queen forever or I'm going to be this, <laughs> yeah. you know, mud runner electrical shock forever or right. or a ninja. I just wanted something that is is above and beyond. So when they've tried to be like, you're the bow ninja, I'm like, mm-mm, mm-mm. Producers, always, no. Yeah. As far as, as a watcher of American Ninja Warrior, you've, I think you've always been a mom. And I think that's what's kind of been your calling card, which is really cool and inspiring and also strange that that's you know like there's so we're how many moms are there out there and you know so yeah. Yeah. I had and I had to really advocate for that mm-hmm. with the producers I mean producers are great but as you know when you're an interview the interviews are in mm-hmm. control of it or in control of it over how you're going to tell the story so when they've talked to me and they interview me behind the scenes they're like okay this is what we what we want you to say and I'll say it and then I'll say what I want to say and they're like <laughs> oh wait that was good and I'm like you're welcome. Right. <laughs> but I had to actually fight to make sure my kids were always around that they um, they were actually the first kids up on the stage oh, wow. for American Ninja Warrior. They mm-hmm. walked up with me in Oklahoma City and traditionally like people's families aren't supposed to be back there. And I'm like, no, like I and I've always had to fight for this. I've always had to fight to be with my kids mm-hmm. and my kids with me and you just that's what you have to do as a parent you have to advocate and so that was meaningful and special for us except I think my son got camera shy at the last minute he was like I don't I don't know yeah. and he like you know he was so shy and yes. my girls were like <laughs> it's my time yeah yeah. <laughs> yes. TV. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and then they actually got interviewed by Logan Paul and so oh, that yeah. was like oh god Jeff doesn't know who that is but that's okay. That's for I the know. better. I know. <laughs> it's okay. Logan Paul. He doesn't what, know. Don't what, worry who? about it. She'll tell you later. Yeah, don't worry okay. about it. You don't need to know. I'm not, he doesn't like the Nebraska Husker, so that's yeah, all that's you need why to know. He if it's know. not Nebraska related, I'm just, my memory, <laughs> I, she can tell me, our, when we're doing measurements, I can measure somebody's waist. And like, from the time I'm going, I've done to write it down. <laughs> I've already forgot what the number was. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm just like, oh, I need to do this again. But you tell me who scored the touchdown yeah. in the 1994 Orange Bowl. Oh, I could tell you everything about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but short term, two seconds. We, know. we all have our strengths and weaknesses. Yes. yes. It's all right. Yeah. And it gets kind yeah. of annoying, you know, when Nicole's like, oh, you just know. I told you this yesterday. I, I don't even say that anymore. because That's because it's just a thing now. It, yeah. You just it ex- accepted. So I have. Okay. I have. I, I like watching this happen. Yeah. Keep going. I'm just going to yeah. sit well, back. I need I popcorn. You popcorn. I know. Yeah. We've know. been married 24 years. Yes. We got married. Nicole turned 18, May 22nd, graduated high school, and we got married June 27th. Yeah. Same wow. year. Yeah. So we've been. Uh, we've Not been... that I would recommend that for my 19 year old daughter right yeah. now <laughs> to do that. Yeah. Um, it but worked out just so worked far. Out for us. Anyway. So far, yeah. It's worked out so far. Not less about us here. So I want to talk about, um, I want to talk about your, your brain injury that you had, your accident. Cause I, they did a really good, you know, piece on you about it. But then for you to come back, like that was 
shocking to me like because you just don't see that so I just want and that obviously fits with your personality you know but <laughs> so talk about that a little bit because that's huge and that could have been every reason to just walk away from everything you know yeah, that. So first of all, I don't remember what happened that night. Yeah, Jeff loves telling that story because we saw that when they did the story. <laughs> we did, and well, yeah. we watched it yeah. live yeah. when you were in do, doing doing that the course. Yes, yeah, we. It saw actually it. took me a long time to piece that together, and mm-hmm. it wasn't until it aired when I was like, "Oh my!" God, and I got really emotional because yeah. I finally got to find out mm-hmm. what happened. Yeah. And that was also even hard to talk about with people. I wouldn't have considered myself a very vulnerable person before that. I mean, mm-hmm. I was the person who, as I'm racing, barbed wire stuck in my back. And instead of stopping, I'm like, nope, more scars it is. You know, <laughs> so I just wasn't that. Yeah. And apparently that night, like after I fell, the producers came over, tried to pull me from the course. Mm. And my friend said, I turned to them and I screamed and I said, I've had three kids. Leave me alone. And they were like, (laughs) you know, no man wants to touch up. Yeah. And I kept going. And then when I was done, one of my closest friends who she sprinted over Barclay Stockett. Oh, sure. I was like, Maggie, Maggie, are you okay? And she said, you threw up in your mouth, you swallowed it, and walked over to your interview. And I was like, oh, of course I did. That's right. so gross, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know? <laughs> and then, you know, they have an on-site medic. And he was like, oh, nope, you're fine. Of course. <laughs> and my yeah. friend who was actually a doctor, Dr. Tracy Bender, was there. And she looked at me and she's like, she looked at my pupils and she's like, oh, you need to be in the ER. Mm-hmm. And everybody said I was just like wandering around and they took me to the ER. And the <laughs> If you know anything about head injuries, people actually still don't know a lot. And that's Mm -hmm. very difficult. They're so, everybody's brains are so different. Mm -hmm. Even someone who has more than a mild, I had a mild, um, they don't show up on CAT scans necessarily. Like there's just a wide spectrum, Mm -hmm. which I came to learn. I used to think people who had concussions were kind of babies, to Mm -hmm. be honest. So my sensitivity meter increased for sure. Mm. (laughs) And a little more sympathy for Troy. Aikman. Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> so then I got sent home from the hospital, and then, it, you know, I thought, oh, I'm fine, I'm fine. And a couple of days later, um, one of my friends came to check on me, and she looked at me, and she's like, nope, <laughs> ER. And so that's when things really was started to happen. Was that just because you weren't yourself, and she could see that, or? Yeah, yeah. I was in, I had closed every curtain in my house, mm-hmm. and I was huddled on my couch, and she tried to talk to me, and she's like, oh, mm-hmm. this isn't, no, you're not okay. Mm-hmm. And so that turned into my friends really fought for me to get into Madonna right away. They had a long lead time. They kind of made it happen and were like, no, hey, it turns out one of the doctors knew I was an American Ninja Warrior. Mm-hmm. And they just, I just had to spread things out a little bit. But that started my journey of a year of outpatient. And I still worked. I still wanted to prioritize being a mom. And so there's just a lot of things I had to say no to, which mm-hmm. was unusual for me. So I learned a lot of lessons of like, hey, nope, I have to prioritize my health, health at this time. Mm-hmm. Anyways, to sum it up, uh, after a year of outpatient and talking to the doctors and I was actually cooking breakfast for her, my little one who's right behind you. Mm-hmm. She said, mommy, are you going to go back to Ninja War? And I was like, oh, no, baby, mommy's done. You know, mm-hmm. mommy retired. And she's like, why? I was like, well, I could get hurt again. She goes, yeah and and I was like well that would probably be really hard on us and you know I, I don't know if I want to do that she goes you tell everybody to never give up and what are you doing and I was like oh my gosh you listen to me yeah. and she said she I, it was like she was this little prophetess she grabbed mm-hmm. my arm she goes mommy we got you mm-hmm. I was like well okay and so I started to pray about it and then the most interesting thing that happened I didn't work out for eight months straight at mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. I wasn't allowed 
And I still had my skill set like I had been training. Mm -hmm. I tried some obstacles. I was almost better than ever in some ways. And I was like, how is this? This doesn't Mm -hmm. make sense. And that's Mm -hmm. when someone told me, they're like, Maggie, you have been so structured, so disciplined. This is all your body knows now. Mm -hmm. You have developed a new baseline for your body. And so... I came back yeah. and year one, I just didn't want to die. So mm-hmm. I was nervous <laughs> and scared. And I, you know, I was, was like, that what yeah. year? was that 2020 or 2021? 2021. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 2021. And I had just started dating someone and he's a non-athlete whatsoever. So he was just like, <laughs> what do you need? I don't know what to do. Like, yeah. and he's literally zero athletic, full musician. He's a professional <laughs> musician. And so mm-hmm. he was like, do you need a song? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I came back and I was just, like I'm sure it was disappointing for the producers. Like they were looking for some big comeback story and I come back and get the buzzer. And I literally yeah. was like, I just want to try again. And yeah. that, and then coming back this year, now 15 year olds are in the mix and to be top five, mm-hmm. make it to semifinals yeah. was huge. I mean, big triumph to have a lot of success on balance. And that's where being yeah. close to that gym in Omaha, I worked on balance day in day out that's my big weakness mm-hmm. you know at the moment my nerves and all that so. oh my gosh yeah. so it was huge madonna hospital was incredible they were so passionate they were all around it. and actually they were on my sideline for my oh, year cool. returned cool. like they mm-hmm. turned their little pr room into a maggie cheering center yeah that's awesome so that the ninja warrior gym in omaha um tell us a little bit about that like what what is there like up and coming ninjas, more ninjas from Nebraska. Like what, what's, what kind of goes on there? Yeah. Midwest warrior Academy, they have a full trust system, which is a big deal. That's the trusting system that is used on the show. Obviously I don't have water underneath me in Omaha. Right. Um, but I'm able to do bigger throws, um, the obstacles you need to catch. Like the show has become more and more dynamic and tricky and, you know, it's not what it was when I started for sure. Mm-hmm. When you had to like jump to two balls and swing and that was the obstacle. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. it's, you look at it and you're like, I have to swing on these monkey bars and catch a moving ring and then go to <laughs> right. a single pole that has a monkey stuffed animal. Some attached. Of yeah. stuff has been crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and there's fire in the background, you know, so it's just, it's, it's so different. And yeah, there's up and coming youth. I mean, that's really the next generation is I go in there, I see what some of these kids doing and I'm like, I can't. good for you you know but I also know I just have to stay within my realm of strength and as any competition I've learned this a long time ago it's anybody's day at any given time like Mm -hmm. I really don't have that kind of pressure on me anymore where you see on social media people who you know are stronger they can do more but sometimes when you show up like a number of those people they fell an obstacle too and then Mm -hmm. here I was on obstacle four and I can tell you right now I was not as stronger faster dynamic but it's either your time or it's not and all you have to do is show up to the best of your abilities every time and that's Mm -hmm. how I approach life in general awesome all right well we are up against a break Um, we'll be back we're going to talk next segment a little bit about Maggie's foundation Mm -hmm. Um, what is the foundation name again Joy Floco. Okay, Joy Floco. So we're going to talk about that with Maggie Thorne coming up. 93.7 The Tickets.